It's not worth winning if you can't win Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This is the Kick Eaters Podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon. I've got my co-host Heath with me here. <laughs> so to, uh, today, uh, today's episode is part two of the the original Mighty Ducks movie. So we're tackling uh, for those of you who are just joining us, we're tackling the original Mighty Ducks movie in five parts. So it's roughly twenty minutes of the movie per each each part of uh, of our episodes here. And so part one, which was released uh, two weeks ago, was uh, minutes. Uh, zero through 19. So the beginning of the movie to the 19th minute this week, we're going to be talking about uh, minutes 19 through 42. And so this week is jam packed with a lot of stuff here. Heath, we have just, we got, we got the first, the first game with coach Bombay, not the first game of the season because he came in late. They, what Connie said, what they were. Oh, and nine. Is that right? Oh, and nine. So yep. 10th, oh, and nine. 10th game for the duck or not the ducks 10th game for district five, not the ducks yet. 10th game for district five first game for Bombay. And so we start off the, the very first scene of this, of this 19, 19 minute mark here is it zooms in uh, to the center ice and we get some, some chance. We get some stick banging and it oh. zooms out, zooms out and guess, guess, guess who the first game is Heath. Who are we playing first? Oh, we are playing the one, the only, the cake eaters, the Adina Hawks. And it is getting spicy out there on the ice, Brandon. They are playing the intimidation game. Yes, they are. I would be terrified if I was play, if I was on District 5. I would be fucking terrified. Not only is their coach looking real, real fucking slick. He's got the, you know, he's got the crazy, like 1990s, like slick back, slick, slick hair. He, he's got the, 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 the jacket with the collar that he pops every five minutes. Oh, that's they're, my favorite. Their uniforms, all black with a, the black and blue is the color. Not like the fucking bullshit game changers. Orange. We got, we have black and blue, the true Hawks. The Hawks mm-hmm. dynasty is on yes. full display right now. And yep. you know what? We got to talk about this because it looks like Riley comes into the arena at like the four minute mark when Bombay does. And we can get into this later. Like these Hawks are so disciplined. They're so locked in. They're running those drills. So in, those intimidation drills on their own. Well, so, so that, that threw me off as well i'm assuming so because so so you get the the the, it starts off you get the hawks on the ice they're doing the drills they're they're doing the chance they're doing everything part part of district five is also already on the ice they're sitting on the bench right and then it cuts to uh it cuts to the stands right cuts to the stands and you have bombay who's sitting there and staring at the championship banners and it's all first place except for the famous 1973 missed overtime penalty shot that Bombay is the, is remembered for. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's, quick, that's, that's that. a second, second place banner hanging there, but, yes. and it's, and it's, it's like neon yellow. It sticks out like a sore fucking thumb. 
It's insane. Uh, don't forget the amazing intimidation, uh, like in between the intimidation before it com- cuts to Bombay, the two Hawks, like the two Banks buddies, go uh, skating up to the bench and they're like, hey, girls. Yeah. They, and, then, they, and then Carp's like, oh, come on, dude, like trying to fight them and stuff. And yeah. Back Carp. But so, so, that's, that, so that's to your point. Yeah. So, so you had some of District 5 and all of the Hawks already on the ice. And the two coaches are up in the stands talking to each other. What, why are they on the ice with, and there's, I'm, I'm, well, I'm assuming the Hawks, I'm assuming their assistant coach is probably out on the ice, right? You would assume that, but Bombay doesn't have, Bombay doesn't have an assistant coach. So Carp and uh, I forget, is is it, is it Jesse and Terry or, you know, it's Peter that's out there with them, right? Yeah. That are sitting on the, they're just sitting on the bench waiting for Bombay. Averman's over there looking traumatized on the bench. Like, oh crap. What did we just get ourselves into? Yeah. But so they're like the, all the whole, all the teams are already out there on the ice. The coaches just fucking chit and chatting up in the in the stands. You get some good some good Coach Riley Bombay interactions though. So so Bombay's sitting there and he's staring at the championship banners, right? The the all of the first place except for 1973, which is second place. That's that's the, his his infamous missed penalty shot. And so then so he's staring at that, and then you get Coach Riley who walks up to him, and he's they start chit chatting. He's like, oh, you came. Riley's like, oh, you came to say hi to your old coach, right? Came came to say hi to your hero, your 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 beloved coach, Coach Riley. And Bombay goes, no, I'm actually I'm I'm coaching District Five, you know. And so Riley hits you with the uh, he goes he goes, oh no shit, you got a you got a kid on the team or something? Because he just, just talking so much shit. Just a just subtle a, shit talk. Like, what are you doing here, yeah. man? Like, are well, you coming well, to see your old coach? Well, because you you would think so. So he so Bombay hates hockey, right? Yeah. And the reason and he quit the, a long time he, ago, and the reason he quit is because he missed a shot because his coach was so fucking mean. To so him. I don't I don't think I don't think he quit right after that. No, you don't think so? I think he played a little bit longer because there's I forget if it's during this little patch of minutes that we're talking about, but later on in the movie, Coach Riley says something about coaching him for nine years or something like that oh I think really it's nine. okay he, he mentioned something about yeah coaching him for nine years so i don't think he, and bombay was like what 10 11 tops in 1973 there's no way yeah. he was coaching him since he was two you know so I, I i think he pl- i think he played uh hockey may, maybe not for the hawks well no because if, if he said he coached him for nine years i would so he, i would assume he played under coach riley for a couple more years after that um yeah. missed and- shot and, and you were right, too. Like, as it spanned the banners, that yellow that they put in there. Why like, is it yellow? It's like 20 years of blue and black championships and then fucking yellow. Why is it like, yellow? Like, yellow is not. It's not, a, it's not a team color. Yellow is no. not a team. Why is it yellow? It didn't make any sense. Like, but boy, did that goddamn thing stick out like a sore do you, thumb. Do you think that's why, he, that's why Coach Riley made it yellow? I, well, yeah. I, I assume he's in charge of the banners. Who knows? Fueling but, the fire. Yeah, he, he had to. He had to have done that just to fuck with Bombay, right? That's the only reason that that would be yellow. It's not a team color. It has no bearing. I think he just did that to fuck with Bombay. He's like, we could have had. It could have been all in first place except for you, bud. But he, but then then in his talk with Bombay, he he says, ah, I wish they would take that one down, don't you, Bombay? So maybe he maybe he's not in charge of the banners. I don't know. Oh yeah, like it's that whole thing whoever is was, in charge of the banners is a fucking dick. <laughs> like it is 
very interesting, these psychological mind tricks going back and forth between those two, because then he starts laughing after he's like, oh, yeah, you got a kid on the team or something. And Bombay's <laughs> like, uh, no, I just need to be a service to my community. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I thought that was a he, great way to describe it for Bombay to, yeah. to kind of like keep himself above water there. Yeah. It makes sense. So it makes sense that. So what, what I was trying to get at before I got sidetracked on my own tangent, what I was trying to get at was it makes sense that he, that uh, Riley would ask why he's coaching. Cause, cause so Bombay played for him for nine years. I think it's nine years. It's, it's, it's some long period of time. I forget if it's exactly nine years, but it's some long period of time like that. So, but Bombay now hates hockey. So you would assume after he misses the shot, right? He gets a second place. They rub it in his face, probably constantly, you know? Yeah. And so that's when he starts to hate hockey. You would imagine that when he quit, when he quit from coach Riley and when he gave up on hockey and decided he was going to hate it, coach Riley witnessed all that. Right. So he's like, this guy does, he even mentions that Bombay didn't want it. He, he's, he mentions that when they're talking about Banks. He's, he's like, Banks is he's not as good as you were, Bombay, but he wants it. He actually wants it more. So, oh, yeah, he's so mean throughout yeah. that entire thing. The passive but so, so coach, coach, coach Riley would have been there to see Bombay shift to not liking hockey, right? He witnessed that. And so that, that, that makes sense that he would ask him, why the fuck are you coaching a team? You hate hockey, remember? You quit and you hate hockey. Um, so you, the only reason you're here, you got to have a kid, right? You got to have a kid on the team. <laughs> it's in the, like you mentioned it too, where he's like, so he's like, Oh, I had to be a service to community. And then he's trying to like shift gears. Like, okay, I don't want Riley to be a dick about my DUI. Like, Oh, who's the new hotshot player trying yep. to distract him. But Riley ever with his eye on the prize is where he's like, Oh, he's, you know, I've got banks right there. He's not as good as you, but he wants it more. Yep. This kid doesn't give up. Yeah, like, dude, Bombay is still living through trauma from that year, and he's just like piling it on him right now. Like, yeah, what? just fucking p- picking at that scab, dude. Just picking like, yeah, at just it. Wish I would take that one down, don't you? Well, he says, he, he says, I wish they would take it down. They so would take that down. You're so right. That, you're right. That leads me to believe that he's not in charge of the banners. Yeah, but. The, the arena is. Uh, but dude, that's that's still twenty years almost. Like, yeah, you got to let that go. That's crazy. No. It's twenty. Yeah. You know? That's the that's it. That's the only time he ever got second place. He's not letting that go. Oh man, all that bad juju comes back in full force. So because now the Hawks are cursed. Yeah, now they Ever are. Yeah. Ever, I think game was, changers. Yeah, yeah well, I, know, I, I would I would love to to see what happened um, with D two. You know, because they they show. Not to, to skip ahead to D two, but they they show um, the two the two Hawks players that that get like uh, besides Banks they get the limelight in D one. I forget their character names. It's like Larson or they come well, back in D two right at at very the very briefly at the beginning, and then the you know the ducks the the ducks go to the Goodwill Games, and so I'm assuming they didn't play the next year in the Pee Wee. Yeah, so maybe maybe, maybe maybe the Hawks did win again. I don't know. I would love to see. I would love to see a movie or a TV show about that season. The do I'd like to see one about the demise of the Hawks and how yeah. they got so bad to where they are now. To where they um, they got so bad that they had to change their colors. But or, but really or they quick, changed their colors and then they got so bad. That's probably what happened. Really quick yeah. before but, we move well, to the game because Riley has one last barb in there where he goes. And, uh, 
Yeah. I wish your dad would uh, wish your dad could be here to see this or something. Yeah. Like Whoa. Yeah. That's too far. He took it too far. Yeah. Bringing up the dead dad again. Like, know. yikes. That is so fucked up. And then um, and then we get the win chance going. Yeah. Well, so I, I want to point out but oh. before we hop to the game. Yeah. Um, Because he's talking about banks. So in, in the, the original movie or not the original movie, the well, the original movie, but the, the we talked about it in part one. Uh, the opening scene. That's the that's the phrase I was trying to say. The opening scene, <laughs> where you get the flashback to seventy three and Bombay playing, and Bombay is wearing number nine for Gordy Howe, like we talked about, because his Gordon uh, Bombay. I'm assuming that's why they named that's why his name's Gordon. Is he's named after Gordy Howe? Um, I don't actually. I don't even know if it is Gordy's Gordy Howe's name just Gordy or is it Gordon? I have no idea. Keep going. Anyway, but Banks Banks is wearing number nine as well. He's wearing number nine. He's wearing Bombay's same number for the Hawks. So, you know, maybe maybe they are the same person. Just but, ship off the yeah, old block. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, so we get into the 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 wind chance. We get into the we we get the the the, the soundbite from our from our intro here. Yeah. Worth winning if you can't win big. Yes, that well, that comes later. That comes later because now they're oh, that's just true. That, win, that's that's win. in the middle of the game when they're that's, when yeah, because that's yeah, yeah. that's after intermission. Now they're just yeah. doing win because then Bombay tries to get it started <laughs> yes. and, and like Connie and Gee are like win, win, and yeah. everyone else is like, see, that's why Con- Connie and Gee are the best, dude. They're they without prompting, they were like, okay, let's do it, let's fuck, we're in it. And this is where we get our you can't, first look you can't at start their- a. You can't start a chant. You get their first look at their love. Their, their is that what you're gonna say? No, I was gonna say the gear, like a real oh, in-depth look at the game the gear. gear as they're as they're yeah. trying to like skeptic. You got Carp with the football, the football helmet. helmet. You got Connie with the peace sign on the front, and hers <laughs> is like sparkly and like um, I think Averman looks like it's like his mom's like sweater. You know, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like, yeah. or, like Every- shawl. Everybody is nobody like a cardigan. The the only person that's actually wearing a hockey jersey is my boy Guy. He's yeah. wearing but what uh, is that helmet? I have that in my oh, notes. Yeah. What is Guy's helmet? It's I think it's like a, a helmet from like the 1930s. It looked rough. <laughs> it looked rough. <laughs> Did not look safe. Um, none of their helmets look safe except for, for carps because he had the football helmet on. That was probably pretty safe, but like <laughs> Charlie's helmet looked like garbage. Well, it's like uh, broken, so it was just like coming open yeah. all the time. It's awesome. Um, but but Guy's the only one wearing an actual hockey jersey, uh, and he's wearing if I'm not he's wearing a Montreal Canadiens jersey. Yeah, I I couldn't I I, I shouldn't say I couldn't I wasn't paying enough attention to see what jersey it was, but I'm assuming he's wearing a Guy Lafour jersey, a Montreal oh. Canadian, the the famous Montreal Canadian Guy Lafour, who that'd be I'm, great. Who I'm assuming Guy is named after. You know, let's hope. Um, but yeah, he's the only one wearing a hockey jersey. Everybody else has a sweatshirt, a hoodie, or a or a, and and they all, even on Guy's hockey jersey, he has D dash five written. Everybody's sweater, yeah. they just have D dash except Charlie. I don't think Charlie has it written on his. No, he has a Minnesota hoodie on. Yeah, but it, yeah, there's no D five written on it, right? Because no. I know, because like, uh, um, Terry, uh. Jesse's little brother, he's wearing a Wisconsin Badgers sweatshirt and he has D5 written on it. Like um, Sharpie. Yeah, yeah. But everybody's just, yeah, they just, it's Sharpie or like felt marker or whatever. It just just on top of a, a sweater that already has a design. They're just writing D5 on it. Nobody's, it's, nobody's color coordinated. It's rough. It's, 
it's hilarious all the way through. And then I love Bombay's like, yeah, we're fired up. And the kids are like, come on, man. Well, he tries uh, tries to start a fucking chant with no, no, you know, pre preamble to it. He doesn't give him any, doesn't give him any instructions. Doesn't tell him what kind of beat we're going for. He just starts fucking chanting. No, nobody's going to jump in. They don't know what you're doing. He is not in his prime as you gotta, a coach. He's, you gotta he's communicate. a little rough around the You got to communicate, Bombay. If you're going to do a fucking chant, you got to communicate it, okay? And and so after all this happens, we pan to the Hawks uh, doing hitting the goalies, shin pads. <laughs> and and this is excellent stuff right here. When yes. they when they go over to, goal, to, to Goldberg and the goalie is like, oh, great, good, good, guys. Yeah, nice. Ouch. Cool. Great is idea. He, is he wearing Goldberg's gear? Is insane. He's wearing a Flyers jersey. I think. Wearing, oh, that's right. So he he's the other one who has a hockey jersey on. He's got a Flyers yeah. jersey on. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's him and Gee. But he's wearing. Was he wearing like baseball catcher pads? Is that what I he was think wearing? So I yes. think it is. Like, and then he like, and then he had he had a normal hockey helmet on. It was not a goalie helmet. It's yeah. A normal hockey. And he's not. I don't think he was wearing any pads in Ow. his under his jersey. It seemed if they were there if, very soon. Now it makes sense that he didn't want to be the goalie. I wouldn't want to be. I'm not wearing any fucking pads. I don't want to be a goddamn goalie. I put that in here too. I was like, it makes sense that he didn't want to get hit with the puck. I bet that really hurt. Yeah. Like I bet he it actually hurt him when he got hit with the puck. He didn't have any fucking pads. Like <laughs> it makes sense that he didn't want to get hit. Like everyone needs to cut Goldberg a break at this first part because, like, I wouldn't want to do that either. But uh, I, I love that. And then Charlie goes too hard and wipes out Goldberg at the end to end well, the line. Yeah, yeah. That? He goes too hard. He knocks. He knocks him down, and then Goldberg yells at him. He's like, "Oh, come on, dude! What the heck?" And then Charlie. Char- 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 he comes back and starts hitting him more. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, Gold. Sorry, 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 sorry. Him smacking him in the helmet with his hockey stick. Like, that'll, that'll get you really fired up. Yeah, fucking uh, dick move, Charlie. It's amazing. And then we show Jesse and Terry's dad, which we got to give him a shout out because we got a heck of a dad right there uh, holding yep. it down and supporting his sons like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. Jesse and Terry's dad, He's uh, he crushes it. He... Uh, uh, it's a, it's a little later on, uh, but yeah, he calls out Bombay. It's a, it's a little later on in the movie, but he's he calls out Bombay for being a shitty coach. You know, he's he's on top of things, and then he he mentions he's he's working overtime to pay for uh, them to play hockey. So you know, yeah, he's like Jesse Terry, and then we see Fulton lurking in the background. Yeah, yeah. Ful- little Fulton. preview, and and he's sitting Fulton. next to Charlie's mom up there in the stand. So it's kind of like a nice little. You know, take, taking a look at the stands. We got some fans up in there. We got Fulton, little preview. He's a big kid, too. Uh, so I love that. And then it's game time, Brandon. Yep. And we've um, got we've got Gee, Terry, and Jesse. They all go up for the face-off together. And this is a line that would never work today. But, but oh, the, it's, it's, the kid from it's the, the best, It's the best line. It's, it, this it's the is Oreo the line. What is yeah. this? The Oreo line? Yeah. <laughs> I just that, I was like, to, oh, to, to this day, that's the line that sticks with me the most. Whenever, whenever I think about this movie, the Oreo, oh. and, and then Jesse is always ready to fight people. Well, is he? He's the enforcer. Yeah, he's you know? the enforcer. So he's like, okay, cool. Now it's time for me to throw down. With you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as, as Averman as Averman called him, he's the enforcer. You know, so he's yeah, yeah. He's always ready to to throw down at the at the drop of a hat. You know. Speaking of Ave, Averman, we've got. 
Um, bada bada hey, bada bada ho, bada bada swing, bada bada. Averman, it's hockey. There's no, there's no batter, idiot. Yeah, I love the, the, the idiot at the end. Like Bombay calls it idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible coach. Yeah. Yeah. Averman immediately switches gear without missing a beat. Uh, doesn't um, even goalie, 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 yeah. hey, goalie, goalie, save, goalie, goalie. <laughs> Yeah, Bombay calling him an idiot doesn't phase him at all, which is pretty amazing. Because yeah, it's so it's such a fucking just an asshole move. He's like, it's, it, "This is hockey, not baseball." You fucking idiot! Like idiot! <laughs> God, and like Averman is so funny in this movie. I love every, all of his lines were just beautifully done and wonderfully written. So um, yeah. shout out to to what they did with Averman there. But but then uh, we. We get the, the game kicking off, and everyone just starts falling down. Oh, my, after so, the game starts. So, so Guy is the one who ends up taking the face off for the yep. Oreo line, and he gets yep. he loses the face off and just gets fucking run over. Yeah, dude. dump trucked by dump that big ass right dude. Away. Yeah, yeah. and then and then so and they score right away. It's right off the face off. Everybody starts falling down. Guy gets lit up, and then Banks yep. makes it over, shoots a goal. One nothing, and then they skate over. Uh, the Hawks skate over to the bench, and the first, right after the first goal, five seconds into this fucking game, you hear Coach Riley yelling at the team, "Run it up!" Yep, run it up. That's the first thing he fucking says. And 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 he also gives a classic, "All right, all right." Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I like. He's such a great heel. You know, we talked about like wrestling heels, the bad guys in like the WWF. They're they're called heels. Coach Riley plays such a great heel because oh, of the psychology like, of his yeah. character and like how it makes you hate him so much because he he's a, such a bastard. He does a really good job. The the actor who plays him is Lane Smith. Yeah. Who's uh he's run a, it up, run it up. He's a famous actor, he's in a whole bunch of shit. Um, but he I think he does a fantastic job of like delivering these lines, yeah. similarly to like Stephanie in Game Changers, to where it's it's so like he's so, what he's saying is mean as fucking shit, but he says it in such like a calm, soothing voice, and his his cadence is very measured and slow that yeah. it doesn't it doesn't read as mean as it is right away. Like it takes yeah. you a second to think about it, and you're like, "What the fuck did he just say to me?" Well, it's just classic Midwest mean. Yeah, like it's it's if you are from the Midwest, you have ex- you can see it and you can experience it, and so like when you see all of his comments, you're like, oh boy, that guy sucks. Yeah, you know, like you can just kind of like see right through it. But oh man, but it right. just like sits there for a little while, like you're talking uh, to him and he's he just so passive aggressive with it all. Yeah, he says something and then you're you're like going along with the conversation, don't really notice it, and then you're sitting at home laying in bed at night and you're it just eats at you the whole night you're like fuck i can't believe he said that to me yeah like <laughs> oh and it does that's why that's where like that passive aggressiveness it just doesn't hit you at that moment but as mm-hmm. you're trying to fall asleep you're like oh man and then you're not sleeping or or t- 20 20 years later when you get a dui you're like fuck wow. that that guy fucked me up <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> my my therapist helped me realize that from yeah. from my my counseling <laughs> but um, uh, but like I love this too because I, I, right after Riley's like run it up, run it up, the Hawks start running it up like they're skating yeah. circles. My favorite Goldberg just throws his uh, gloves <laughs> down. He's like, go and ahead. He, he throws the gloves down and he skates out out of the net and he's like, just go, just take it, just score. Yeah. <laughs> I just 
Oh man, I was laughing so hard at that just because he's it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, yeah. it's like, I can't stop you anyways, and it hurts. But I don't have any pads. And, um, and, and Bombay gives the most unenthusiastic line change. Line change. Go, yeah. go, whatever. And the kids are just like rolling out, like falling <laughs> onto the ice, like just getting murdered. And then they they pan to the parents and Jesse's dad and, and Charlie's mom are just looking at each other like, oh boy, here, here we go again. We knew this was going to get rough. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, Connie gets crushed. Gee gets destroyed. Gee gets, gets roughed up in this game. He takes like, like three or four hard hits. Like bad hits at the center line. And Goldberg is getting destroyed. But I do have to say, he put up a lot better fight than Coop did. So these. he, so I do appreciate. He's at least moving. I do appreciate Goldberg's effort. Um, he's His skills are terrible. Mainly probably, probably he doesn't have any pads. Like, you know, I've. I don't I I don't fully blame him, but he's a ter- he's a terrible goalie. But he's at least like you said, he's moving. He he tries most of the time, other than the when he just threw the gloves down and, <laughs> and ran away. But he's trying. Like the 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 goal that Banks has where he does like the wraparound, he like skates around. Gold Goldberg like tries to chase him, which is you know not strategically not the best move, but A for effort, you're trying, you know. But yeah, just uh, garbage skills. Um, whereas Coop, Coop, the the issue was he just didn't move for whatever because he didn't think he could move. He had the you know he had the yips or something. I don't know what Coop's issue was, but neither of them are good goalies. You know, we're 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 just we're counting down the minutes until Julia the Cat gets here. That's that's what we're doing. We're we're, we're trying to bide our time. Absolutely. And then what did you think about this crowd? This is a huge crowd, and they are chanting banks. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> like, I just, I thought that was just yeah. so absurd. Well, we're, we're at the, we're at the Hawks home arena. We're at the, I think it was called the parade arena. If I, if I saw the sign correctly, we're at, it's the Hawks home game. So we're, we're at their home arena. It may, I know, you know, but they're 10 and you're like chanting this 10 year old's name. Like, it's just, I don't know. It it's, just seems it's, a little weird. Chill. It, it's Adam fucking Banks though. You know? I mean, Adam, Adam fucking Banks. He is getting his uh, wheel snipe selly on a uh, little Bardownskis, right? Like Banks yeah. with the Bardownskis. Well, I don't know if did, did he have a Bardownski? I think all no, of his, no, 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 no. But I just he, he, he had a sick wraparound. He had the little wrister right out the gate that they showed. But yeah, he's he's wheel snipe selling for sure, bro. Yeah. Don't talk shit about Banks, pheasant. Yeah. Yeah, let, 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 let the boy let the boy enjoy his cheers, okay? I just thought it was just absolutely fucking absurd that the crowd was like, bangs, bangs, bangs. <laughs> like, oh, wow, okay, they're winning by 100 against, like, a team that doesn't even have real equipment. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you're, you're making the other team feel really bad. They can barely even stand on their skates. Like, calm down. Yeah. Well, so, um, so yeah, they're, they're killing them. And then uh, and Bombay the, is pissed on the bench. How yeah, easy yeah. can you be? Yeah, he's losing They're his mind us out there. We get, we get, uh, we get an just inter- get the hell out of here. Can you believe he says that to the kids on the yeah. bench? He's like yelling at him, and he's like, "Oh, just get the hell out of here!" Like, wow. Yeah. He's he's having a rough time, and then we get, oh. we get we get one intermission break. I forget if it's the first or the second intermission break that they show, but that's when before we, that, that. Before that, we get um, we get the. Uh, Charlie breakaway, the big whip. Oh, Charlie Spazware. 
Spaz way uh, where he's on he's on his breakaway. He completely fans in Bombay. It, do you remember what he says? Like on the way back to the bench. Oh, he says, "Yeah, keep swinging, Charlie. If you, you might might give him a cold." I think. Yeah, 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 that's that's super fucked up too. Um, well, but so, but so Char- Charlie gets the he steals the puck. He gets a breakaway, and Bombay Bombay gets fucking super pumped. Yeah. He's like, "Finally, here we yeah. go. Here's a fucking goal." And Carp, the the ever optimist, goes, "Uh, it's Spazway. He's gonna fuck it up." He doesn't yeah. say fuck it up, but um, he's gonna mess it up. Is what mess he says. And so yeah, Charlie whiffs and. T- falls takes a digger into the boards and then as he's get as he's getting up leaning on the boards banks comes in fucking hot he gets crushed and i put in here i was like that like it looked like josh jackson's face actually got like smashed up into the boards like he looked like he took a fucking hit on that i I guarantee i guarantee you joshua jackson uh, who's the, the the actor who plays Charlie Conway for for anybody who's unaware? Joshua Jackson. I guarantee you, he got a concussion from that. Yeah, that looked like a real hit, and like because you you could see like, his face he, smashes the board. You could see the moisture from yeah. where his skin and like his nose got smashed up against the board. Like that was not safe. No. That was before like concussions and all that. Oh stuff, yeah, yeah. But, I, I I guarantee uh, you, he got a concussion man. from that, and I guarantee you. None of he, I guarantee you, he nor any of the casting crew realized he had a concussion. No, absolutely. <laughs> and then, and then Riley is celebrating it. All right, bang. Yeah, you get, all it, right. You get another all right. Yep, yep. All yeah. right, all right. Oh all my right. God. And it's just, I mean, my favorite too is like we talked about it earlier where he pops the collar in celebration <laughs> all the time. So he's always, he's always popping the collar. It's just such a good, well, he, does, he like pops his... the collar and then he does like the, uh, like the Fonzie, like shoulder roll. Yeah. Like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> popping collars, baby. And then and this is where Bombay talks the shit. And then, and then this is where we get the intro. Yes. To not, our podcast. It's not worth winning if you can't win big. Keith. It just, Mashing him with that hockey stick, <laughs> just Hulk smashing the kid's helmet. Once again, talking about concussions and stuff, yeah. you know, like just absolutely Hulk smashing that kid with the hockey stick to the dome. Oh, the, the um, other the other thing, the other, another, thing all right. the other the other reason I guarantee you, Joshua Jackson got a concussion during that hit is because he was he didn't have his helmet on when he yeah. smashed into the boards. Yeah, was, yeah, it was just. Like, Ugh. And his, I'm telling you, like there was moisture from like his skin, like where the when your face like hits yeah. the cool surface, like it actually um, hit there. And then like um, I love that they they go back to the game and <laughs> Goldberg's still out there getting crushed, and Bombay is like popping antacids on the is, bench. Is, is that what they, they were antacids? I know. I, I assume, noticed. Okay. I, I noticed he was. Like, I figured it was antacids, but I, I I I did I didn't see the package, so I couldn't tell. Yeah, it looked like it was like some like old school nineties like rollades. Um, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? They, yeah, they almost look like, like Mentos in Mentos maybe, packages. Maybe maybe they were like uh, I, I mean I don't know if they would be because they never show him smoking or anything. But maybe they're like like nicotine tablets. Oh, like a like like gum nicotine gum yeah. or uh, or maybe he is so messed up he has like an ulcer and so it's got like he got like medicine for his ulcer but no i assumed it was like antacids or something because okay. he's got he's got heartburn right now brandon yeah but an- antacids would make sense like popping antacid pills that's like that's a very 90s thing that would make yeah. sense yeah. yeah exactly and then and then uh 
So they're getting, they just have been wiped out. It's 17 to nothing. Uh, everyone's like, oh, we're uh, so embarrassing. And someone else is like, we need a new goalie. <laughs> Yeah, they, they point that it's right after right after he Goldberg throws his gloves down and steps out of the way and like cuts to a- Averman. I, I think I forget who he's talking to. I think he's talking to Connie. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, we need a new goalie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and and the game ends with 17 to nothing. And I love that Riley 17. is like Riley is like uh, lousy third period. But great job, Banks. New Hawks record. Yeah, so yeah, Banks got a new Hawks record for most goals in a game. Yeah, he says he says tough third period. Great job, Banks. With a team playing a team like this, we should have twice as many goals. I think is yeah. what he says. Yeah, and he calls them like jokesters or something. Yeah, it's these nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know um, you, you know what they should do. He, you know what District Five should do. They should yeah. they should not bother. No, oh, they don't bother D5. <laughs> Get out of here. And I love that uh, Riley gives Bombay the ultimate dick send off where he's like, hey, Gordon, nice <laughs> game. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And then a he little, pops the collar again and starts laughing. The little, like, okay, little hand motion he does is fantastic. I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, he did. So, and then so that triggers Bombay. Oh, he fucking me. lashes out. Lashes out. Just digging into these kids. You guys stink. I thought we came to play hockey. And I love that he's like, Do you guys enjoy losing? Is it fun? They're like, Well, no, but you, you kind of get used to it. Yeah. That's Averman, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You get used to it after a while. <laughs> um, but then they call him out. It's like, Well, it's not like you coached us. At least we went out there and tried. Like, you yeah, were t- shit, guy. T- Terry and Jesse yeah. stick up. Terry's like, Yeah, at least we gave it a shot. Yeah, they're and sharp then, kids. And then, uh, but what does Bombay say? Bombay says, "Like, why won't you why, listen? Yeah, to why, me? why, why won't you just listen to me?" And that's when when Jesse stands up, the enforcer. Yeah. Jesse, why the hell should we? Exactly. Boom, dropping yeah. the mic. Gotta love those Hall brothers, dude. They uh, yeah. they they Good keep it together. Yeah. And then uh, so, so so then after after he's done after Bombay's done screaming at all the ten year olds on the bench, it pans to the the stands, and that's when we get our first shot. Of Hans, and you see, he's not mad. He's he's just just disappointed. Oh, and that's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst because you know deep down there's a fiery rage, but you can't let the kids see that, right? Because they're if if they see that rage, then they are going to develop rage. But if you keep well, I don't even know collected, they can fix it. But man, he was disappointed in Bombay. I see. I don't know if Hans. I don't know if Hans strikes me as somebody who's not even capable of rage. I feel like he. I agree. He's just he a wise he doesn't have, sage. Yeah, and so it's it it just goes from like he slightly upset to just ridiculously disappointed. I think are his like his his yeah. his evil or not his evil. His like that's like his range of bad emotions. He, he's either slightly upset or he's incredibly disappointed. Yeah, and he was oh, man, incredibly that'll, disappointed. That'll hit you like a gut punch. Well, for sure. Well, because like I they. They kind of get into it in the movie. They they show a little bit of Hans's, but he's like he's uh, an old friend of of Bombay's dad, yeah. right? So he and I'm assuming he was real close. There, there's a photo they show of all of Hans, his dad, he's and a Bombay family friend. Hans yeah, it would be like friend. it would be yeah, it would be. I assume it's similar to you know disappointing your uncle or something like that. You know, like that kind of 
familiar but as long as you're close to your uncle if you if you have a shitty uncle it probably wouldn't be the same but well and it kind of alluded to that after his dad died hans kind of became a father figure uh it alludes to it that kind, later where it it's like because alludes he, to that because he says he spent so i knew it was you because it was late at night and you came to the back door and he used to just watch me sharpen skates yeah <laughs> but i guess that 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 goes into i I would like some more. I would like more of a timeline, uh, more of a concrete timeline on Bombay. Because either way, Hans is just a wise sage family friend. Wise sage Bombay family friend. Did, 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 did Bombay just didn't want to disappoint? And guess what? He did. Yeah. You know, he just he really did. Because then yeah. after that, Brandon, we cut and we have carp fucking dumpster diving again and so we need we need people from the twin cities to reach out to this podcast because he's no 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 no. he's clarification he's not not dumpster diving not this time are you sure because they pull out all these sports illustrated swimsuit editions so i I assume he found him in the dumpster i don't think he i don't think he found him in the dumpster because they were in boxes they were all stacked perfectly nice i'm assuming they stole that from like a like a like a dock or like a you know like a, a store was getting a shipment. A newsstand got oh, yeah. a shipment and they snagged a box. And they, they snagged. A, I think they, they snagged like two boxes. I think there was a lot. There was a lot of Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions in there. I thought he was dumpster diving again, and I was going to say we got to get clarification on if this is a thing that the kids in the Twin Cities do or did uh, in the nineties. I, I assume so. I mean, d- dumpster dive, that's a very kid thing to do. I, okay. You know. Oh, geez. I, wow. I, I, maybe not for, you look, you know, Wayne America. That's not really. There are a lot of dumpsters to yeah, go through. But like you're, if you're, if you're a youth in like a, a downtown city, you know, dumpster dive, find, you can find, some, find some good shit, you know? Yeah. You can find heroin needles and uh, get, get some, <laughs> get the hepatitis C. Yeah. There's, there's worse ways to go. <laughs> All right. So anyways, another but yeah, I, 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 with the kids. I don't, I don't think that was dumpster diving. I think they just like, I'm assuming they stole it from like a delivery truck or something. Okay. So yeah, so they, they, they bring it into, they bring it into a, weird, weird scene. a weird fucking alley and they start uh, handing them out and Carp's going to try to charge him for it. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. Uh, Peter is always talking shit and he's like, uh, oh, this one's from Minneapolis. Oh, hey, Gee, it's your mom. <laughs> and, then, and then the kids start chasing him. And did you see in the subtitles? They're like, hey, man, give him a wedgie. Yeah, give him a wedgie. And so he like backs up against the wall. And then he starts he starts playing the victim. He's like, oh, I was just joking, guys. I was just joking. Oh, God, Fucking small Peter. guy syndrome. Fucking small guy Peter, syndrome. Dude. You know, 100%. Uh, but so so as as Gee's getting ready to give him a wedgie and give him the give him a what for, we get yep. we get a little hawk surprise right here come the cake eater so i fucking loved this right so they come in they're on rollerblades they oh, come they, in they come in hot and they rip the sports illustrated out of everybody's hands and so they're yeah. they're, they're, they're flipping it around and though do you do you have the quotes lead, lead, oh i have everything verbatim lead me lead me up until the really good line because that's what i want to talk about the really okay. good line okay so <laughs> So it starts off with that same kid that goes, "Hey, girls, yeah, um, get some new material, bud." But um, and then and then the other big guy goes, "Does your mommy know you have that?" That's right. Yes. And then then the other kid goes, "It's Banks." Oh, is it Banks? It says, "Okay, so Banks, Banks goes, no, she's probably busy with the mailman." <laughs> 
that was a sophisticated burn. No yeah. surprise from the cake eater Hawks, but that was awesome. Yeah, what a what a fucking line, dude. Like, because that's like an old school throwback burn that while the white the stay-at-home wife is doing the cooking and the cleaning, she gets bored and she canoodles the mailman when yeah. he's dropping off, he's dropping off more than your packages. It's not the only Weak. package he's dropping off. <laughs> yeah. So um I I <laughs> I absolutely loved every second of that. Um oh, and, oh, so good. And that might have been the other kid because then Banks goes, uh, that'll make great bathroom reading. Yeah, bathroom, bathroom reading. <laughs> and then and then the other, and then it's uh <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do with it anyway, wuss breath. And then Peter, once again... Yeah, you going to let him talk to you like that, Carp? Yeah. <laughs> and then Carp gets tossed in the trash. <laughs> well, so, so he... <laughs> you know? Carp gets tossed in the trash, and then the Hawks kids are laughing, and it, like, zooms out, and you see big old feet coming up. You hear yeah. the boom, 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 and it's fucking Fulton, right? Yeah. So he comes up, and he grabs all three of the Hawks players, and he tosses them. Where does he toss them? Right on a carp. <laughs> I wrote down too. I literally wrote L O L O L. Why did he throw him on top of carp? Like yeah. carp is just like so. Carp reminds not to go back to wrestling, but carp reminded me of like the ref in the background that had to take the fall, and then the guys accidentally keep falling on top of him, and so he has to keep like he's almost like playing dead in the background <laughs> and just like dead there behind him as the the hawks are trying to get off of him i just thought that was so funny just dumps three like as if it's not bad enough he's in the trash he gets the weight of three other kids yeah. thrown on top of him to press him deeper three, into three the kids that are all bigger than him yeah it's so funny um i got a really big kick out of that yeah that was amazing i thought that and was then, fucking hilarious <laughs> And the uh, and the kids are all thanking him afterwards. Thanks, man. Right on, man. Thank you. And then he just kind of like walks away. And then it's NC. Yeah, Ful- Fulton leaves. He doesn't say anything, and he leaves as mysteriously as he entered. You know. Yep. Yeah. And because because uh, uh, th- throughout like the first half ish of the movie, that might be a bad estimate. But we Fulton pops up every once in a while. Like he was in the the audience. Uh, he was in the stands for one of the games. He's just lurking in the background. He never says anything. He's just doing weird little things, and he but but he's helping them out. It's um, like the crow, great fucking example, like the crow. Yes, um, yes, and so he's just real mysterious. We haven't we haven't heard him talk yet. We don't know anything about him, but we don't even know his name at this point. I don't think. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's um, it's excellent, and then we get to the the practice where Bombay teaches them how to cheat in hockey <laughs> just just taking everything that he was doing wrong as a lawyer and applying it to youth hockey yes. what could go wrong well so this this always this always I love concerns. it when the, it starts to do, do, like one two three and then carp just like jumps and falls like it doesn't really make any sense yeah, yeah well he's teaching them to take dives like whenever somebody touches them they hit the ground right like they just got hurt yeah it's like 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 a like a soccer dive like just trying yeah. to milk but like that's all he teaches them right that's all he's doing that's it. how how I, it's always confused me how are we planning to win the game are you like they can't score goals they're just going to fall over yeah so i think he's maybe thinking they'll get a penalty shot and get lucky 
but he's not. I, it's a terrible you, strategy. You'd have to get incredibly lucky because you're not teaching them how to how to shoot the puck. You're just Listen, teaching them how Brandon, to. Pull. This is a loophole. You don't know shit about bird law. That's that's fair. That's fair. It just goes back to fucking Bombay's the the stuff the stuff he teaches these kids in every single movie in the show. The stuff he teaches them is just bat shit fucking crazy. Yeah, but but he teaches it well. And he's always <laughs> talking shit to these kids. Did you hear what he says to Goldberg after Goldberg is laughing at carp falling? No, no. Yeah, he goes, know. what are you laughing at, cream cheese boy? You're next. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> cream cheese boy. So, so that's that's his rapport with this team is he just talks shit to them the whole time. That's that's uh, now that that's a ooh, that's a that's a terrible that, that's almost as bad as the Oreo line, honestly. Yeah, cream cheese boy. Well, because his 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 parents own a deli. And his parents deli. Yeah, and with the uh, the last name Goldberg, I'm assuming probably Jewish. Yeah. Call him. Yeah, that's rough. Cream cheese boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's coaching them uh, to make the falls look real. Um, he's talking a whole bunch of shit. And um, do you have then, the Do you have the chant? He he he. Yeah. I, I do. Okay. Um, and I, Aver, real quick before I do it, uh, Averman has takes one. And he's like, "Come on, Averman, look hurt." And he rolls over. He's like, "I am hurt." <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I love Averman. But no, the chant is, "Take the fall, act hurt, get indignant." Who asks kids <laughs> to chant indignant? That was like the first thing I thought. I was like, take the fall, act hurt, get indignant. What a weird thing to chant. So I, for for the longest time, like watching this movie when I was a little kid, I had no idea what the fuck he was saying. (laughs) You know, I I still am not entirely sure what indignant means. (laughs) I'm not 100% sure. It's like showing you're hurt or showing you're, you're angry or something like that, right? It's, it's. I'm. I honestly now yeah, that you're look, putting I'll, me on the. I'm gonna go to, go, Google I'm gonna go to the really Google quick. Machine. Yeah, go go to Google really quick because like now that you're putting me on the spot, I can't think of it at all. Like my brain just everything left. It's yeah, like a okay. soggy bowl of cereal. I but, got it. Here. So so but, it's, what do you so have? Indignant. It's an adjective. Okay. It's feeling or showing anger or annoyance at what is perceived as unfair treatment. That's a fucking word. Wow, okay. it's the perfect. I mean, Bombay is having these kids lawyer up. Yeah, but like I, I remember uh, like hearing that when I first watched it when I was a little kid, and for the years that I watched it as a little kid, not like not even understanding what he was saying. I just thought it was like fucking gibberish. Like, what the yeah. fuck is that? I I thought the same. Like just like what is what does this even mean? Yeah, but there you go. Feeling yeah. or showing anger or annoyance at what is perceived as unfair treatment. Ah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> And so um, we show we show we see them getting trained, right? They're getting trained up on how to cheat, how to take their falls. And so now we're jumping into the next game. And right out of the gate, Goldberg takes a fall while they're shooting at him in the goal, leaving the goal wide open, and then stops. So, no. And complains to the ref to I, open his eyes. <laughs> open your eyes, ref. So I love because in in his fall, he like throws his equipment, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then he after they score the goal, he takes his helmet off and he skates up to the ref. And so in, 
he does this in the second movie too. There's a couple of scenes where he's like yelling at the ref and it's some of the best scenes ever. Cause he's just like, it's like this little 10 year old kid who's like, he, all of his equipment's off. He's just like looking up at the ref and he's like, what the heck ref open your eyes. Can't you see they're tripping me? Oh, it's so good. And then he goes to the bench and Bombay's like, Goldberg, it's not where you're, they're shooting at you. And Goldberg's like, sorry, guess you didn't specify. <laughs> Great, great moment yeah. right there. And the the, um, ref, the ref comes over and is like, "No, one more. If you guys fake a fall, if you guys uh do this one more time, if you start diving one more time, I'm forfeit gonna, to the Jets. Forfeit to the Jets. And and, and the, the Jets, the Jets, uh, are rocking some pretty fucking sweet sweet sweaters too. They got a they got a sweet jersey design. It's like a little baby blue, and you got like dark blue and red as trim. It's nice. Yeah, I I like that too. Did you like Bombay? Like I'm offended. Yeah. I, his like his his voice like goes up like eighteen pitches when he says yeah, that to you. Yeah, I'm affected. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I also the fun thing that they did on the bench where uh, Terry kept was cheering the team on him. He kept smacking <laughs> Carp in the head, and Carp's like, "Quit it!" <laughs> like yeah. it just I don't know why they put it in there, but it was just so so funny because like it's like such a thing that kids do and will do on accident right like it's a, yeah. it's a very authentic kind of moment <laughs> that's great it just yeah. made me laugh so hard yeah. um, so they so then you get uh charlie's getting pinned on the uh, up against the board yeah and, and you could you could tell a little bit during the practice when he's teaching everybody to to fall that charlie charlie's not having the best time of his life right now no, he's not so, taking it so then during the game he's pressed up against uh the boards uh, with the with the puck there, and he doesn't he doesn't dive. He doesn't he doesn't fake a fall. He doesn't act indignant. You know. Yeah. Or get indignant. Do you act indignant or do you get indignant? No, you take the fall. You act hurt, and you get, get indignant. indignant. There you go. So yeah. he did he did none of those. He did zero of the three. Yeah, just um, really struck out there. But Charlie. but but uh, the puck gets uh, stuck underneath somebody. So the the ref blows the whistle, calls for a face off. Yeah. And Charlie scoots or skits over to the to Bombay. At Bombay the calls him over. He's like, Charlie. Bombay, Bombay is not having it. He's like, you gotta, you gotta fucking fall. Hit yeah. the hit the deck, Charlie. Well, he's like, he, he's like, you know, if when they pin you up, go, oh my eye. And when they let you out, take the off deck. and score the goal. Or hit the deck. That's it. No, oh, yeah, he, eye, he doesn't say take off and score the goal because it's that would be hit the that deck. would be actually good advice. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> taking the fall. He's like, oh my eye, hit the deck, and hit then the he gets deck, a penalty. Yeah. Um and Charlie gives him a like a like are you fucking kidding me look and then skates back to take yeah. the face off. Same thing happens again right off the face off. Gets up against the boards and I love this scene because Charlie's getting smushed by two Jets players and, and he's just just, <laughs> just lifelessly <laughs> staring at Bombay like and you those, can see his dead eyes, dead eyes, and and he's wearing the shitty little helmet that he has, and yeah. so one of the jet sticks is like up underneath the helmet, just like rubbing against his face. And he's just like stuck there staring, and luckily he eventually like wakes up and pokes the puck out. He doesn't. Well, he do... he he makes a smart fucking hockey move. Yeah. He, kick, he kicks the puck out to Gee, and yeah. Gee takes it and starts going, and Bombay freaks out because god forbid charlie make a good hockey play you know he fucking starts screaming at him um and then yeah charlie skates over and he's like do you have what he he screams at him he yells something at him he's like um well because because at first so the game ends 
and I don't remember. Oh, that's right. Exactly. That's right. He 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 yells at him. He in the does locker it room. in the locker room. So yeah. the game ends. But but before he but, yells at him though, did you, did you catch the what what Jesse said? Stupid cake eater tricks. Yes, so good. Yeah. I loved it, man. I was like, that's us. That's yep. us, dude. We're we're spitting stupid cake eater tricks everywhere. And then someone <laughs> else is like, oh, that was embarrassing. And that's where this is where Bombay comes in hot. Yeah. Um, yep. and he's like. When I say to do something, you do it. Look at me. You got it. And um, that's when Charlie's like, you can't make me cheat. Yeah. And he storms out. Storms out. And then Jesse and Terry's dad comes in. And, and this he is gives when he, Bombay the business. Yeah, that's when he brings Gave up, up his overtime. overtime. Yeah, and he's doing overtime to pay for this. And he's, he, he's not doing it so he can watch him fucking fake falls and fucking Yeah, like he know, gave cheat. up his overtime pay. Like, that's important. For a dad in the Twin Cities trying to oh yeah especially early for fucking hockey gear yeah, early nineties early nineties yeah dude you got to get that overtime pay so that is a big deal and like he should be pissed I'm glad he gave Bombay the business yeah he needed to wake him up a little bit right yeah there, yeah you know? again great great parent he's top notch so far from what from what we've seen from from Mister Hall um he's killing it crushing it yeah he's he's easily jumping up as one of the top parents of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so after that, they all kind of like take to, they all kind of storm out. Um, yeah. Well, kind of one by one, they get yeah. all, they get upset. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's, that's the end of the scene for the game. And then uh, the next time we see the, the, the movie jump back in it's Bombay. He's walking towards the oh, skate shop. He's walking toward Hans's sports shop. Yep. Where is that a fucking castle? What is Hans's <laughs> no, it, shop? It, it looks looked like, like a castle. It looked like like a part cabin slash. It was. Rec- it, you think it was it a looked castle? Like, it looked like a castle. Pull I up am, a. It, am, it, it looked like it was made of stone. It's, it looked like a goddamn castle. I'm, and it was massive. How fucking huge is it, that sports shop? It, it was huge. I assumed it was like right by the park there and so everyone that comes out to like skate on the lake in the park that they were practicing on is like they come through like han's sports shop or something i don't know it was crazy that place is the depths didn't make sense always (laughs) like you know what i mean like the the square footage didn't always make sense during the show because sometimes it felt like a really small mom and pop shop. And then like when the kids go shopping, it almost looked like a modern, massive hockey youth hockey store. Yeah, it's definitely huge. But so, so like I have the photo up right now of Hansa sports shop. It's definitely made of fucking stone. It looks like a castle. Now it's not as, it doesn't look as, it doesn't look super tall. Like when I first saw it in the, in the movie, I thought it was like real tall. Cause it looks like it's like a fucking, but it looks like it's two stories for sure because there's windows. But it's a sports shop. It's <laughs> the way they have it. It's like he goes there at night. It's there's no fucking walkway or parking. Maybe it is the parking lot, but it's just covered in snow, covered yeah. in snow. You, all you can see is snow on the ground. And it's like weirdly like dimly lit where you can't really see anything. They're it's, setting an it's very, it's very mysterious for a hockey shop. But but yeah, so he goes in there, uh, and because he is, needs his spirit guide, they're setting it. They set yeah. the ambiance that he's going to. It, de- it definitely has guy. like a like a medieval fucking spirit guide vibe because of the because fucking he, stone castle that he's in. 
Yeah, and then and then he walks through the back door, and Hans already knows it's him, just like you used yeah. to. What the, so he went through the back door, which is weird because the shot they show of him walking up, he's walking right into the front door. Yeah, it's weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but then yeah, so you see him. He he's he opens the back door, and he's just standing there for for like a couple seconds. And yeah, yeah that's when Hans is like, "Oh, I know it's you. What are you yeah. doing, Gordon? You used to do that when you were a kid all the time. That's how I know it's you." Yeah, and then he does the catch-up trick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he busts out the ketchup trick and then um Bob, i didn't so i had to ask you maybe i just didn't know but uh bombay's like you're morbid hans and hans is like i'm scandinavian ha 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 and i was like are scandinavians known to be like a morbid people to have like a very dark sense of humor i i I don't i guess i didn't realize how little i knew about scandinavia prior to this moment in time i don't know about like it's not like the canadians mod- you know i don't know I, about like modern day or like 90s that they had like a real reputation of being morbid i do know that like norse and like scandinavian mythology oh that can get really dark that some makes re- sense. it's some real fucking trippy shit yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah i watched vikings on yeah. that, that show on tv where they just like sacrifice fools just for kids yeah. like oh freya let me just slice my neighbor's uh throat that'll yeah will give me a good harvest yeah and then like the yeah, you got like the yeah the Viking lore and mythology for all that is real okay, fucking crazy. Sense. And then you have like the like the the mythology stories of like Odin and Thor and all I that. I actually just and, listened to North Norse mythology yeah. on Audible. Uh, Neil yeah, yeah. G- that shit. That yeah, that shit's crazy and real fucking like like fucked up. It's insane. Like, the, yeah. the, the like Norse if you if you thought are, the Romans yeah. and the Greek gods were were mean and crazy and shit, there the Norse are. A lot worse. They're not as they're not as sexual as like the, the Roman and the Greek gods, but they're they're definitely scarier. Yeah, man, you don't want to fuck with Loki. No, you don't fuck with any of them. You definitely don't want to fuck Fortress. with Odin. O- no. o- like m- Norse mythology, Odin is fucking terrifying. And Thor, the, dude, the of, dude has an army of fucking crows, bro. Yeah, and, or maybe are they ravens? They might be ravens. I, I think they're ravens. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. I'm pretty sure they're ravens. And like Thor is like a drunken bro bastard that like just murders people for kicks like Thor's kind of a piece of shit too and oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anyways <laughs> i just thought that was funny i was like oh i just are scandinavians uh dark i just i guess i'll, I'll take hans's word for it i guess yeah i mean if anybody would know it's him yeah uh <laughs> so uh and then so bombay is like oh man i i saw you at the game and you didn't say hi why was that and i love what hans said here he's like well, you were so busy screaming at the kids. I didn't want to spoil the moment. Yeah, he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to ruin the vibes. You know, like <laughs> I just love that so much because it's another like really passive aggressive shot. Like I didn't want to spoil your moment with the kids, like yeah. really making him think about his behavior towards those children and yelling at them, calling him cream cheese boy. Fucking hot dude. He's he's fantastic. I love uh, Hans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. And so they're walking around the skate shop. Um, and, and they're he's talking got, about yeah, game uh, hasn't changed, so why should the store? Yes, um, and he's the thing I love about Hans' skate shop, um, in this movie, and it, they show it a bunch in the second movie too, is the the walls are just covered 
with like hot like old hockey stuff like yeah they have like newspaper clippings newspaper clippings they have pictures of like like the university of minnesota yeah like team photos and like newspaper photos it's just the walls are covered with like hockey memorabilia and stories it's it's pretty fucking sick and so then while they're doing that bombay sees the i don't know again hans why are we why are we framing the newspaper clipping of gordon bombay's worst day of his life (laughs) did you also like how he kept calling him a doctor instead of a lawyer yeah, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was good, but yeah, like how shitty of that newspaper to put Bombay on like a ten year old on blast. Yeah. Like this kid missed a shot. Look at this moment of shame. It was shame. still tied. It was still it tied. It was guys. still tied. Like everyone, get off that kid's back. I feel bad for Gordon. I'm surprised he doesn't have. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't have worse issues. We're just lucky he became an alcoholic lawyer at this point. <laughs> Like, good God. That's really, like, dodge, really dodged a bullet there. That's like that's like Ben <laughs> in, in Parks and Rec with Ice Town type of situation. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Bombay's Ice Town is that Miss Goal. Yeah. But I, I oh, anyways. I, I love that Hans has that has that for framed on the whole wall too. And, and, and that, that, like that, he says it's important to remember the past. Yes, it's important to remember the past. And His that's dad when, died that year. Well, so yeah, this is this is when we start getting sage, you know, spirit guide Hans because Bombay looks at that and he's like, "That was the worst year of my life. I yeah. missed the shot and my dad died." And Hans goes, "You know the two are not related, right?" Yeah, like um, <laughs> you missing a shot and your dad dying are two very separate things. Yes, you know. Um, but Bombay says it, it felt like they were, yeah. which go, which just goes back to fucking Coach Riley. Because because Coach Riley brought his fucking dad right before he's like, I wish your dad could see you. Don't let him down. Yeah, don't let your dead dad down. Like what a fucking psycho! (laughs) That's so absurd. But did you hear how many goals he scored that season? Hundred ninety-eight. I wrote that down to hundred ninety-eight goals. That makes no fucking sense. No, well, I guess maybe not. If I mean, if if he's on the Hawks and they're winning seventeen to nothing every game, maybe it does make sense. Yeah, you'd have to like they'd have to still they'd have to score almost like what twenty goals if they play ten games. They have to. Well, they play more. Like, they play more than ten games. That's for if sure. they play twenty games. They have to. Have I to think they play more than. I think they play more than twenty. Okay, that's. Uh, that's well, well, we'll have to. We'll have to wait till we get to the like the standings thing. And see the, what it looks. It's still, yeah, that's but, a shit ton of goals for a kid. That's why. Yeah. Um, and I like that. I like that he's like, yeah, and I guess I, he's like, and I could have gone all the way, and, and he was like, no, man, you you really like to play hockey. Remember, yeah, remember well, that? We, like you yeah, used well, to Hans, enjoy Hans playing hockey. Yeah, and he talks shit about Riley. Yeah, well, because Hans, Hans to, to set it up a little better, Hans is talking yeah. about that year. He's like, you scored 198 goals. It's a real shame that you stopped playing. Yeah. And then that's when Bombay is like, yeah, because I could have gone all the way, whatever. Fucking, that's you know, whatever. And then that's when Hans is like, no, no, it's a shame you quit because you loved to play. Yeah, you know, and then and then yeah, then he talks shit. He's like Riley, Coach Riley. Riley was it. an idiot. Yeah, ruined he, it for you. And he saw what and and he said like I saw what Riley did to you. Yeah, that day, like calling out like, dude, that was all him, man. And so Hans prods him and says, "Don't be Riley, right? Like yes. that's the sage message that got delivered here. Don't you are being Riley right now, yelling at these kids. Don't teach them to be jerks. Teach them to play and have fun." Teach yeah, don't, them to fly. Yeah. Don't teach them to win. Teach them to have fun. Teach them to fly. Yeah. Great. Great advice. 
and and so then he then he shoves some skates in Bombay's so I, hand. I I loved this part where he gives him the skates because this is he's like this is why you came here right to get some yeah. skates and he's yeah. like to coach yeah and he's like uh he's like you're a nine and a half right I got, got you nine and a half and Bombay goes actually I'm a nine and so and then Hans hits him with now now I. Wear thick socks. He says, wear thick socks, Gordon, which I I feel like this falls under the sage spirit guide thing, because I feel like that's that's that advice is about more than socks. You know, think so. I think wear thick socks. Is great advice that you can apply to every situation. You You toughen up, bud. No, not not that not in that way. Not not, Not like a not like get thick skin. In like a like an adaptation way, you know, mm. like your skates are too big, wear thick socks, Gordon. Yeah, you know? How do you make you're, those you're, skates? Fit? Yeah, your situation's not the best. Put some thick socks on, Gordon. Yeah, you got this, Gordon. Yeah, uh, we love Hans, man. We like make, everyone hates Hans. We should make that into a into a shirt. Wear thick socks. Wear thick socks. I also I, I was gonna I was gonna say earlier when I when I, we were talking about the <laughs> Bombay's dead dad. And I use the phrase, don't let your dead dad down. I think we should make that into a shirt, too. I, <laughs> I feel like that just rolls off the tongue. Don't let your dead dad down. There's some great alliteration, but I yeah, don't know. Exactly. want to wear that in public. We'll, we'll, start, we'll start with wear thick socks. And then if that's a hit, we'll, we'll throw in don't let your dead dad down. I feel like the dude from <laughs> White People Humor meme page on Instagram would, would definitely get on board with the don't let your dead dad down. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so um but so he grabs <laughs> he got he grabs I, 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 to, I always have to remember this i was talking to one of my one of my friends uh the other day um little backstory about me i have a deceased a deceased mother from uh she passed away when i was like 12 years old so dead parent jokes i don't even know if jokes is the right call this is the right word to call it but dead parent stuff cracks me up and I always forget that people don't have the same situation, don't have the same background that I do. And it does not crack them up as much as it cracks me up. Like I, with, with Danny, Danny, my roommate, I'll make, I make, I make like dead mom jokes about myself all the time to Danny. And I can see Danny's like panic in his face where he's like, <laughs> I don't know how to handle the situation. Yeah, you're making <laughs> so was, him really fucking uncomfortable, dude. I always, I always have to remember to pull it in. So <laughs> that's, that's where the, the, the don't let your dead dad down thing came from i i I forgot to to pull it in you know good god (laughs) i mean the listeners out there let's all send brandon a virtual hug for a second like you should you should send the people that i talk to virtual hugs that's those yeah because you're you're maliciously (laughs) making them uncomfortable (laughs) with your horribly morbid sense of humor that's great stuff Oh, so but where thick socks is with for sure going to be a shirt. We're going to throw that up there. We're wear thick socks. All right, I love it. Um, that's got, that's what you should take away from the scene. Wear thick socks. Not, not. Don't let your dead dead down. <laughs> wear <laughs> thick socks, people. But we've got Bombay. He he throws those skates on. He laces them up. He hit the. We get ice. the we get the solo skate. The uh, solo skate. The solo so skate. Good. And you can feel. The magic is being sprinkled in. The music is setting the stage, you know, and here comes that Minnesota miracle man. That gleam is in his eye, Brandon. Yep. And then we get we so he's doing the solo skate. He's out on the pond by himself, rediscovering why he loves hockey. 
And we uh, intermix with that. We get a flashback to, to, to young Gordon Bombay. And we get a little more, we get a scene with his dad. Yep. He's just having fun. And you know what happens in the, in the flashback, Keith? A little triple deke. Triple deke. And then I love it because he, so little, little Gordon Bombay, that's what I'm going to call him, little Gordy. He does the triple deke and he shoots it into the little, like, trash can, right? Is that what he's playing yeah. with? Like a little trash can. Yeah. Um, while he's skating out on the pond. And then he shoots it, scores, and he goes, uh, his celebration fucking cracked me up because he, like, puts his hands up. He's skating around. And he's like, oh, what a shot. What a guy. <laughs> 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 not just a great hockey player but what a great guy yeah it just fucking cracked me up because I, I i'm sure we've all been there you know you're you're playing you're playing sports in your backyard or out in the park by yourself and you're providing commentary yeah you know <laughs> uh and and no i used to do that all the time yeah. I, I had like a little mini like with those little tykes basketball hoop i even when i got older i would like recreate my own version of nba games yeah. down in that like make tournaments oh dude yes yeah. that's what you do the you do the, imagination like, you do like the last second shot and you're like oh, count down three, three two, two one and then you miss it and you're like oh no there's still one second left on the clock <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like oh, <laughs> oh it, it secretly got tipped out with one yeah. second left he gets another shot oh and then he gets another shot oh <laughs> yeah. then it's like god fucking damn it <laughs> why can't i make this fucking shot <laughs> um but yeah so um, it's a really touching moment. It's a really beautiful scene. Um, you know, he's just the innocence of youth. We're seeing that beautiful moment. Do you, by chance, have what his dad says to him? I forget what his dad says to him. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't Is, write that any, down. Any, anything to know? I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. Um, just like just when he says, "Go on, get out there." When he's like, "Just a oh, that, 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 stand, that, go that's on, right. get out that, there." That's what it is. His dad tells him to come inside. It's time to go yeah. inside, and he says, "No, just a couple more minutes." And his dad, his dad. Just you know, showing how much his dad meant to him, being very encouraging. Yeah. You know, probably probably very similar to Nick's mom's, where he's delightful and encouraging. Yeah. Just a, just a real great conversation. Yep, exactly. Uh, and then, so this gives Bombay a little bit of remorse for how he treated the kids, but more importantly, how he treated Charlie. And so yes. we see Bombay entering an apartment building. And he's knocking on the door and we've got Make Charlie's it. making a house call, making a house call, which is the Bombay special, baby. Yeah. <laughs> how he weasels his way in, man. Oh, that's just maybe a, maybe a couple of drinks, maybe stay the night. I don't know. It's, it's Bombay. All things are on the table, <laughs> yeah. so, but Charlie's mom cracks the door. Um, and, and she's, she's like furious. Yeah. She's pissed. She's like, get out of here. Charlie quit. He doesn't want to deal with this anymore. Uh, and and he was doesn't like, she say he doesn't ever want to play hockey again? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's going to get close to home. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's, once again, trauma, trauma, trauma coming yeah. up for Bombay. But he's like, hey, man, I got something to say to both of you guys. Uh, and, and I came to apologize. And she's like, well, you should. <laughs> you were a real dick. <laughs> you know, was very upfront with it. Um, and I love that she's like, Charlie, there's someone here to see you. And he comes like flying in and he sees that it's Bombay and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's you. What went from excitement to just pure agony? Just oh, yeah. God damn it. 
Uh, and he, and so he's like, hey, listen, man, you know, uh, he, like Mr. Mackey, cheating's bad, I'm okay. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I thought of when he said, and I'm like, hey, Charlie, cheating's bad, I'm okay. <laughs> like, I don't know why, it's just random. <laughs> Anyways, I type in random heat thoughts when I'm watching these sometimes. I got to, like, remember when to, to tailor them in. Anyways, <laughs> so he's talking about it. It's like, hey, we got to play fair. Um, we gotta, we gotta go th- through all this kind of stuff, but, and he can't really say that he's sorry. And so Charlie's mom is like, yeah, he, he's, he's struggling. He's like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, he's like, you know, he just can't get the word out. You know? yeah. yeah and she's like she's like you're sorry and he's like yes i'm sorry okay i'm yeah, sorry fair. i said it are you fucking happy I said yeah. it. And, and and i love that she said it and then charlie just immediately is like well uh-huh? he yeah like, he he took the uh-huh? he took the apology and was like boom everything's forgiven do you want to sleep with my mom like hey dad yeah Ste- stepdad bombay yeah just- well yeah Changed gears really quick. He went from quitting hockey and never wanting to play again. It's like, hey, you want to want to hook up with my mom? (laughs) Pretty sick wing man there, Bob. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So so anyway, so yeah, that was that was a great moment where ask ask Bombay if he wants to stay for dinner, and then Bombay and then his mom comes in hot. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing, Charlie?" Yeah, you know. No, and then. do you think he actually did stay for dinner? I always wondered yeah. that. Well, no, because like, because uh, he looks at his mom, at her, his mom, and and Bombay looks at her, and she was like, "Yeah, you should do it." Because my thought when she nods, oh, did oh she did okay. I didn't yeah, catch, I, gave, didn't, I didn't catch the nod. Okay. She gave the head nod. Well, to she stay. came in. She came in hot. Was like, "What are you doing, Charlie?" To like, oh. no. So I I didn't catch the 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 secondary head nod. Yeah, well, because it caught her off guard, and then Bombay, like, when she saw that, because she was embarrassed, right? So it's like, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then she saw Bombay kind of like, well, would you want me to stay? He says, says, no, no, that's okay. Well, actually, what do you have? Yeah, and she was like, you you know, you can stay. And so, so she did sign off on on him hanging around, Um, and you can't blame her. We got a fancy lawyer. She wants to get the fuck out I, of that park. Fancy. He's 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 a disgraced lawyer at the moment. Well, a disgraced lawyer who's <laughs> still making that cheddar, Brandon. He's That's true. He's on a leave of absence. He's on a leave of absence and getting paid. So yeah, like, he's still making money, <laughs> like lawyer money. <laughs> yeah. And he's got so, a he's got a limo on call too. You know. Yeah, it's dude styling and profiling Nature That's Boy true. Rick Flair style. That's true. And he's, um, he's a you know Emilio's a handsome fella. Yeah. Too. She. Wow, I, Emilio. She, she could do much worse. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, she could, she could do without the alcoholic, uh, the, the alcoholism. Yeah, but other than, other than that, she could do worse. You know. So, Bombay hits the drop-in scene, but now Bombay's got to get some funding. So we have him. Yes. Yeah, we we we, we got to we need to address the equipment situation. That is that is now that's now that Bombay's coaching is back on board, we think hopefully. Um the the only thing standing in our way is equipment. So luckily this doesn't get drug out uh, too far, like a show that will remain unnamed. They get right down to brass tacks and they make sure these kids know how to fucking play and they've got some gear to play hockey and yeah. they're not stealing it. They're getting it the right way. They're not yeah. taking it from they, they aren't the lost stealing and found. They aren't stealing it, but they're they're fucking lining Hans's pocket, you know. 
Hog, Hog, he Hogs, Hogs made a Hogs made a pretty fat fifteen thousand dollar check, fifteen thousand dollar amount. It was only right seventy eight hundred bucks. I they, they showed no, the number at that, the end. No, because the rest went to Ice Time, Brandon. No, they already had ice time. They've they've been practicing this whole time. They already had ice time outdoors. They got real rink. No, they time. they already they already did a rink. Are practice. you sure? That's where they were falling. Oh, that's true. Okay, they, they already had ice time. The fifteen. The, so the so they spent seven whatever it was at Hans's. That I mean, granted, that's all they show you. They probably you know spent some more. Let's not but, jump too far ahead to the shopping spree though. But 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 the, I'm assuming the rest of the fifteen thousand, uh, or maybe not the rest of it. But a good chunk of the fifty thousand went to the the jersey. Oh, the jerseys, yeah. Those which been which which I'm assuming Hans got a cut of because Hans Sports Shop is probably placing the order. Yeah, for the for the through the so, vendor. The, yeah, yeah. and so Hans is taking uh, Hans is Hans is making out like a fucking bandit here. It's called supporting local businesses, Brandon. You should not be hating on this. That's true. Hashtag but, shop small. Exactly. See, <laughs> hashtag shop small. But yeah, that's the I love the way that Bombay like finagled it with Duckworth too. Where oh, he's dude. like, oh, they can't afford anything. Um, you know, and he's just selling his heart out for these kids. Yep. And Duckworth is rightfully so gonna shut down 15k. Yeah, he he was he was interested in it, and then he asked how much, and then Bombay was like fifteen thousand dollars, and he pulled back and he was like, Whoa. But then Bombay comes in with the the piece de resistance. Yeah, I can get you your own jersey. Sold. Boom. And he, and he also do you, I can't remember because I didn't write it down. He like does like a newspaper clipping. Duckworth Law saves community hockey team or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, you're gonna that that this this is how we get the name Ducks is because yeah. they're they're naming it part of the the 15k that they're getting from from the law firm. Is they're gonna name the team after the firm, so the Ducks for Ducksworth, yeah. and then he gets spoiler alert that comes down the line a little bit. So I would love to, so we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later on when we hit that yeah. scene. Um, because now we get I got, I got thoughts the, on the name. Okay, we it's, get it's, the, no, it's no Viper Freeze, that's for sure. <laughs> well, you know, we needed it for the quack. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> we we got some cash. Now we got to go spend. So we get a super dope shopping spree in Hans's yeah. store. And I remember as a kid, like, even though I didn't play hockey, like, I love this scene. Like, they yeah. were just going to town. The the way of, like, boxing with the gloves and... Yeah. Um, Goldberg <laughs> struggling to put his pants on. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I still, to this day, it cracked me up then. It yeah. cracked me up when I just watched it again and... Uh, him fighting with those pants to put them on is gold right there. And then, and then Charlie, I feel like I actually relate a lot to Charlie, not like that I would have been like the best player on the team, but just like his like spaz way sense. Like mm -hmm. I played sports, but it never looked good. Like even like when like I ran, I've run like five tough mutters as an adult and like I can do every single obstacle, but if you are looking for someone to do it with beauty and grace, oh boy, I am not your guy. It <laughs> looks, I will do it, but it looks like a fucking train wreck doing it. And so anyways, with that, that tangent aside, that is Charlie grabbing a stick, dropping the other one, and then just wiping out the whole, the whole shelving rack. a stick. Like I do we dumb shit like that on accident all the time. Like Murphy's Law, you know, whatever can go wrong will. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh man, I just I just laughed so hard at that because it's like that's something I would have done on accident and really embarrassed myself. And I love that he like he like strikes like a weird pose after it does it to <laughs> yeah. try to like not be like and he's like, uh oh, it wasn't me. And he like strikes a pose to try to make sure uh distracts his attention. But oh man, it just I, I love everything about this scene. Yeah, it's fantastic. And then you get so after Charlie and good vibrations over, playing in the good, background. Sorry, yeah. I, I had to mention that. Good vibrations. Yeah. Like, so come good. on. And then uh so after Charlie knocks the, the rack of sticks down, it pans over to to Fulton and Guy. So Fulton's in the shop. Yeah. Not, um, so he's in the shop and he's helping Guy out. There's a so this so this I still don't understand. There's an was it an ice sculpture or was that like a plastic thing to look like ice? It, yeah, that's what it was. So uh, it, he was grabbing the stick for Charlie and Guy was over. Guy and Jesse were over talking with Bambay, Bombay. And it was. Oh, like that's plastic, right. He was, he was grabbing it for Charlie. My bad. Yeah, grabbing it, and for it, Charlie. Was a, it was a plastic display that looked like uh, maybe the, the stick was kind of like hooked in there mm-hmm. to like present it to the public and it was stuck. And so since Fulton had a little bit more leverage, he was able to pull. Why it are we pulling that out from there, though? I don't know. Maybe it's, it was it's, the it's only one. Well, I mean, it might be after he knocked the whole fucking display. The That's what I'm down. saying. This is the last <laughs> one that wasn't lost, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. I got it now. But yeah, so Fulton's doing that for Charlie, and then it pans over to Jesse, Gee, and Bombay. And Bombay's asking about Fulton. And like, I love who- these elementary school rumors. This shit is great. <laughs> right. It's gold. Because, right? Like, it's like yeah. total elementary school rumors. Yeah. So they're like, uh, so Bombay is like, who's, who's that kid? They're like, oh, that's Fulton Reed. You know, he's uh, he only plays football. He only plays football because there's a bunch of prep schools that have given him scholarships. But in order to get the scholarship when it's time to go to prep school, he can't play hockey because they don't want him to get hurt. And then I think Jesse says that and then or Guy says that. And then Jesse comes in and Jesse's like, no, I heard it was colleges. Yeah, that gave him scholarships. And then someone else, I forget who it is. It's like, yeah, well, I heard he has to repeat the sixth grade. I think that's Peter. I think Peter's is it that. Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Peter's Peter. such a dick. Yeah. So, like, he's gonna definitely get beat up when he gets older because he can't keep his mouth shut. Yeah. But so, um, so Bombay's Bombay's interested in Fulton. Fulton Fulton's a big kid. That's yeah. why he, you know, there's Stands rumors. That, there's rumors and he's always around. Him. Yeah, he's always around lurking in the background, but that he's huge. He's gigantic compared to the other kids, which is why he has the rumors of him being, uh, you know, getting college scholarships for football already. So Bombay is interested in that. He's like, we could use that on our team. We, we can use a big, a big hulking presence. Yeah. So he's intrigued by that. So we're getting a little, you know, maybe we can get Fulton on the team. Maybe we can, maybe we can do that. Yeah. So then after that, that's, that's when we, it pans to the register and Hans is making out like a fucking bandit. Yeah. And then it cuts. That's when it cuts to Tammy and Tommy, right? Not yet. We've before real quick before that Peter sees the picture when they're all up at the register and he's like, Bombay was a hawk. Yeah. Just, you know, that, that comes up a little bit later, but then you are right. Then it comes up. And they are all as a team walking into the arena together. Yep, they're, they're going to the locker room because now they got yep. they actually have equipment. So they're all going to the locker room. They're going to yep. get getting ready for practice. Yeah. And, and that's when they're looking they, at, out at the ice. Yep. And that's when they see what I what I assume is like a free skate time. Yep. Yep. Open um, skate. Open skate time. And so the, there's there's these two kids that are in at center ice just fucking crushing like an ice dance routine. Yeah. Tommy and Tammy, which what kind of psycho parents do those kids have? Tommy and Tammy. (laughs) Tommy and Tammy. Yikes, dude. Yeah. Um, 
But so they're like, uh, I forget who. Uh, oh, Bombay. They're walking up and Bombay asks because uh, he like, sees the crazy ice hand scene. He's like, oh, who are these kids? And I love Terry. Terry pops in because Terry's like, oh, that's Tommy. Uh, Tommy, he's in one of my classes. And that's his sister, Tammy. And he and gets he, way too excited. Yeah, he gets like excited eyebrows yeah. lifting up and down. Like, and that's Tammy. Like, <laughs> he, Terry has a little thing for, for Tammy. Yeah. yeah. We got Tommy, Terry, Tammy. <laughs> that's a lot. Too many, uh, that's too many, too many T's, you know? Yeah, we're getting teed Plus up over here. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's, he's, he's, not the, he's not the true Terry, you know? Yeah. He's, uh, oh, there's only one Terry in yeah. our hearts. Yep. The tried and true Terry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but this is where we're kind of coming towards the, the end of our, our clip here, Brandon. Yes, our, we're, our time we're, frame, we're, right? we're coming up to the 42nd minute mark, which is right right about when so so so, so they see t- so he and uh Terry we tells them, we're recruiting. Yeah, so Terry tells Bombay that's Tommy and Tammy, and then uh Bombay's like, okay. We're, we need them. He's, he tells the, the kids, he's like, go get your gear on, go get ready for practice. I'll do the negotiating, meaning he's going to go try to, he's going to try to woo Tammy and Tommy under the team. Yeah, and that's, and- that, that, that's what kind of where the 42nd minute ends. But so we're recruiting new members. We're, yeah. we're trying to buff, uh, buff up the roster here. Just like the, like with the checkmates. Yep. We just, we, we get it. a We get a little more backstory on them uh, than we do the checkmates. Yeah, we, Thankfully. we we got some we got some great background. You know, Bombay is going to get him if he can get 15k from the law firm for mm-hmm. the this District Five uh, uniforms. Then we know he's going to be able to snag Tammy and Tommy, no issues. But yeah, we're building out the roster and we're seeing this t- this District Five team very quickly assemble, much like our boys, the Avengers. And they're gearing up to to win some hockey. And I'm sorry, not just boys. There are boys and girls in the Avengers. There are boys and girls in the hockey team. Those mm-hmm. we're inclusive but, here at the podcast. Yes, uh, but uh, but yeah. So we're, we're adding some more firepower, especially if we can get Fulton. Yeah, um, Fulton's wait, wait. the the hinge. Yes, yeah. If we can if we can get Fulton, then we could really be rocking, and we could we could maybe maybe actually win a fucking game. You know who kn- who knows, Heath. Who knows? Yeah, it's we we are we're so the, so Connie mentions before or at the very first practice practice that Bombay goes to they're zero and nine right yeah and so then we had the Hawks game zero and zero and ten then we had the Jets game zero and eleven yeah so we're zero and eleven right now and zero and eleven we gotta start getting some wins soon yes because so I. Granted, I with Gordon Bombay's 198 fucking goals. I don't know how long the season is. I'm assuming they I'm assuming remember maybe they only 20, they, 20 games, maybe. Yeah, but they go into it where because of the other teams dropping out, there's only like 12 teams or something, and a few drop out, and then to get to the eighth seed to get into the tournament or something, they just had to jump like a couple. I don't remember how it is. We'll get into that. When when we get to that, yes, yes, but, but for sure. But, but we're we're zero and eleven. Yeah, you know, we need some serious wins. I'm assuming there's probably twenty games, right? I would assume that, twenty. That's, that's probably a fair a assumption. So we got it. Yeah, best case scenario, we're nine and eleven. Yeah, we can't even get to five hundred at this point. No, but you know, with it's fucking pee wee. So I, you know, maybe and and I. This we get to this later on in the episode where where Hans it, we figure out that teams are dropping out. We we get some more information on the playoff 
seating. Yeah, and the formatting. Um, whereas in Game Changers, it was two two teams per league. Yeah. Um. So if that's the scenario here, we're in rough shape. I don't think yeah. it is. It's it's definitely not how it is though, because I think more teams get in, in 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 this one than the Game Changers. I feel like they've updated the formatting. I think that's safe to say. It's been about twenty years. Yes. There's probably a lot more teams now than there yep. was back in back in '92. And we're more inclusive, so we're going to get more teams to state. There's probably more selected back then. Well, no, there's, there's, no participation be, trophies then, Brandon. There, there's Nick less struggle. No, there's less. There's less teams in the playoffs in game changers because it's only two per league. Well, whatever. I don't think they had all those teams. Like it, the way it seemed, like it. I don't know. We'll get into the scheduling in that in that one. Right. We're we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. Oh, we're 0 11 right now, Heath. We got some work to do. We got some yeah. work to do. And this is where our Minnesota Miracle Man starts working his magic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what we're gearing up for. These practices that are coming up and they're coming in hot. This is where we see we you know visualize why their improvement. We see them practicing. We see them getting better. It's a very believable jump. Yeah, that was yeah, little game changers. There wasn't much visualizing there, um, but you you know why the Minnesota Miracle Man's kicking in, right? You know why this turnaround is happening. Mom time. Mom time. Yeah. He got it. He got in with Charlie's mom. He's feeling the confidence. Yeah. That's how genuine. he knows. Yeah, yeah. Now it's now it's now it's go time. You know, the Minnesota Miracle Man is back in the saddle, baby. Do you think he would describe Charlie's mom? Us having an intelligent body like he did the court reporter. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I want to answer that one. Uh, it feels like a slippery slope, Brandon. I'm not gonna like, uh, set me up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Emilio, if you're listening, um if you could give us an answer to that question, that'd be great. Send us an email at the, the kickerspod at gmail.com. We would we would love to know if if Charlie's mom has an intelligent body. That fucking lot, dude. The the court, the whole court reporter thing from from the beginning of the movie was fucking wild. That's, that that's honestly the first time I ever paid attention to that conversation and ever like, yeah, actually listened to it. As a kid, you don't pay attention until the kids come. Like at yeah, least yeah. I didn't. Like I was like, okay, I just have to get through this part. Yeah, and even like where even like watching it later on in life. It was just like like this like the lawyer scenes don't fucking matter you know yeah. that's a, I was like you know it like we're just trying to get through this you know they're yeah. they're probably not saying anything of note here you know she's she's just talking to the secretary but then yeah. this time with the subtitles on and me like paying attention to every little detail I was like Bombay you motherfucker dude you sly son of a gun. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit BrokenForestCo.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. Well, that's all she wrote for this episode, folks. And so once again, we want to keep you guys updated on our time markers. So this episode ended at the 42-minute mark. Next week for part three, we're going to jump in from minutes 42 to 60. This episode, we're going to be finishing out, filling out that roster. They're still recruiting. They're still building out that team. We've got Tammy and Tommy. We've got our boy Fulton coming into the building. And you know what, Brandon? We might even grab a few bar down skis along the way. Yep. And tons and tons of drama ahead because we saw Peter get a sneak peek at Bombay being a hawk. In uh, and Hans's pro, pro Hans's sport shop, the fucking the castle looking thing, yeah. Uh, so drama ahead because Bombay Bombay's not a duck, he's a hawk. You gotta watch out for those hawks, oh they're nothing, nothing but trouble. Look out, folks, here comes the drama. And you know what? It's no surprise that Peter is the one uh, starting Peter, the drama. Peter's the fucking worst, dude. Real instigator. I just never he's realized. A, you, know what, you know what he is? Heath, he's a real rabble rouser. Oh, Pete Meister, the rabble rouser. <laughs> I just, I love that description by Averman. It's very intelligent for a young kid. Dude, that, that That's very intelligent. And then the, the Velvet Hammer nickname is so fucking cool. Like such a cool fucking nickname. That's a, I but feel like Con, that's Con, a professional wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah. Connie, like, right? Connie, the Velvet Hammer Moreau, or Moreau, right? I think that's what it is. Uh, great fucking wrestling name. Oh yeah, she could have definitely gone to the top of the women's championship right right away. And like, I feel like her her finishing move would almost be like the people's elbow. That's where she oh, she would have to do something yeah. where she would drop the velvet. Or hammer. you could do like the like the like a uh, Jimmy Snooker, the flying elbow. Yeah. You know? Well, that was uh. Uh, I think Snuka did like a splash. Where, oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Macho Man did the elbow. Macho Man had the elbow. Didn't yep. Shawn, Shawn Michaels? I think had a flying elbow too from the top rope. He he would do it, but his finisher is the sweet chin music with the, the yeah, oh yeah 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 the kick is so so Macho Man's the the flying elbow right? Okay. Yep. I, I yep. don't know why Macho- I, think, I don't know why I was thinking Jimmy Snuka. But, but that would be pretty sweet. And you could you could picture good old JR calling that, you know, it's like, you know, uh, my God, the velvet hammer up at the top rope. She drops it on her. My God, she broke her in half. <laughs> broke her in half. Yeah. You know, from from uh, Ble- bleeding like a stuck pill, stuck pig. <laughs> yeah. JR is oh, oh, JR's got the best fucking just nonsense calls bleeding like a stuck pig. Bowling shoe ugly. I feel like we've 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 talked about this in an episode, right? I feel like yeah. I did this where I talked about how great they are. Oh, uh, that's just Bo- bowling, yeah. bowling shoe ugly is the best one though. I love that. Connie the velvet hammer. It's dude. She could make it, she could make it a long way. Even if she was like the enforcer on like team USA women's hockey going for gold, like everyone needs to watch out for our backline defenseman, Connie the Velvet Hammer. Yeah, so good. Or even like, even like, uh, if you're thinking modern day right now, post playing career, right? Mm-hmm. 
that's a solid Instagram handle, Twitter handle, the Velvet Hammer. Oh, yeah. And like maybe now she's like an insurance agent. Like, she's a she's a state senator. Oh, that's right. Well, it'd be more funny if if she's like, no, that's even better. That cat, dude, imagine your your state, your, you know, your state Senate race, right? You're living in Minneapolis. State Senate race is going. And on the TV comes a political ad for Connie Moreau. And the tagline is the Velvet Hammer. That actually, and then she was like, like homelessness hammered. Well, that, that might be a little too. That might be too corny for 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 a state senator ad. You're, th- you're, you're thinking like car dealership ads or like like lo- local law firm, local yeah. like injury law firm. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> homelessness hammered. Yeah. Infrastructure hammered. Vote <laughs> for your velvet hammer. <laughs> Uh, why, why is that your hand motion that you're doing? Why are you doing the, the hang, hang ten, the hang loose? I, I don't know. I my my brain is crossing that's, genres that, in a that, thousand that, different. That's places. Jimmy Snooker right there. Is the, yeah, the hang loose? Yeah. I, I I have a real knack and creative genius for marketing. So if there are any companies out there that would like to use me for a very velvet hammer esque type of commercial that I just threw down. Uh, you, we gotta you know what the email of the podcast. Is. We gotta get uh, Marguerite on the on the show, the the actress that plays Connie. We gotta get her on the show and then pitch her the the Velvet Hammers. You know, like a spinoff. Yeah, a spinoff show, or, with or even and Velvet Hammer. or even if we can get her to change her Instagram handle to the Velvet Hammer, that that'd be fantastic. It's, it's still a win. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Uh, anyways, we got a little off topic, but once again, thank you all for, for joining the show here today. Yes. Uh, we look forward to, to part three, these, to part three. We're going to spin these lovely words into your ears for another hour plus, And we're going to do the one thing that we do best. We're going to talk some mother loving ducks. Yes. Make sure you follow along, hit subscribe. Uh, give us a, a review as well. That always helps. Uh, follow the Instagram so you can keep up to date with everything we got going on. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.